Are you a clinician in primary care who wishes there were better resources to help you understand how to navigate the concept of triage in modern general practice? We'll boost your triage skills with our dynamic five-session live webinar course tailored for primary care clinicians. Led by myself and Dr. Ed Pooley from Difficult Conversations, this comprehensive training covers all facets of remote patient triage, whether that be digital, on-call, or other opportunities. Through this course, you'll gain practical knowledge, exclusive hints and tips, and direct access to myself and Ed through open Q&A sessions of the course. Elevate your ability to manage primary care challenges effectively and confidently, and most importantly, safely. Register now to transform your triage approach at bit.ly slash GP triage course for GP in capitals. We will definitely catch you then. Podcasts are a great way for you to learn information. They're quick, they're easy to listen to, and they're free. And there's loads of different types around. So in this episode, I'm going to help you understand which kind of podcast you should be listening to clinically in general practice. I'm going to cover my honourable mentions, new and noteworthy And in addition to that, I'm going to rank my top five favourite ones that you may want to listen to. Interesting point. Are you going to agree with me? Are there other ones that you're aware of that I've not listed in this episode? Let me know. I'd love to hear what you think. If you find this episode useful, make sure you click the like button. Would love it if you could leave a comment, particularly whether or not you do agree with my choices or not. And as always, subscribe so you get all of our content first and foremost. Anyway, shall we start tech enhancing your primary care and learning? Shall we begin? Hey, GP learners. So there are lots of different types of clinical podcasts around and too many that we'll be able to cover in this single episode. But to make this quick and easy for you, I'm going to cover my honourable mentions first, new and noteworthy, and then after that, we're going to rank my top five. To help with that ranking process, I've come up with the CARL method of assessing podcasts. What is CARL? Well, CARL is a method of assessing podcasts that I've come up with, to be fair, and it looks at content, it looks at audio quality, looks at regularity, and it looks at the length of the podcast. And those four things are key when you're thinking about what type of podcast to listen to. But let's have a look at our honourable mentions. So I've got a couple here for you. First up is the Fair Health Podcast. So this is a podcast that focuses on quite a niche area of general practice, and that's looking at those patients that may not have the best in life. So deprivation, social isolation, those kind of things. I do like this podcast. It looks at that particular area, which is, to be honest, not really well covered in general practice sometimes. And having the perspectives of those clinicians who deal with this on a day in, day out basis is really nice. The reason why it doesn't rank in my top five is because it's not really very regular. Had some great runs earlier in the year. Hasn't been an episode for a while. However, they've just released a recent episode a couple of days ago. So check it out. It's worth a listen. Next up, as an honourable mention, is the Inside Health podcast. Now, before all of you shout at me for not having this in my top five, there is a good reason. It is an excellent podcast, and particularly run by Dr. Mark Porter previously, and currently still has Dr. Margaret McCartney, who I would highly recommend listening to. She is the best when it comes to evidence-based medicine. The challenge with the Inside Health podcast is it is more focused on patients, although really useful for clinicians as well to know what's coming up and everything. But the release schedule is really intermittent and particularly recently there hasn't been an episode for about six or seven weeks now. So for that reason, it gets a definite honourable mention and highly recommended listen. But I'm afraid it doesn't quite make it into our top five. So moving on to our new and noteworthy category. I've got one here for you. So this is Boggled Docs. 
interesting name and it's created by Nick Hendrew who's been working with the GP Update crew and in particular it's a really interesting format for a podcast because it's slightly different. Effectively Nick takes a regular look at the TV that we see on a weekly basis that focuses around health and he analyzes it with a colleague in terms of how this may present in your practice in terms of the clinical things that you may see. It's a really different take on CPD learning and I actually quite enjoy it. It's quite entertaining as well and you get to learn at the same time. So definitely check it out. I may see this on our top five list next year. You never know. So check it out. The links are all down below. Anyway, let's now get started on our top five clinical podcasts for general practice. So coming in at number five is the RCGP podcast. Now, there's a slight fudge here because the RCGP does actually have a suite of podcasts that you can listen to. In particular, it's got its Circ podcast, it's got e-learning podcast, it's got its Sage General Practice podcast, which are a slight decoration. I'm one of the editors for that, and that's basically the Innovate podcast for the, specifically for trainees. And in addition, it's got its newly created BJGP Life podcast that you may want to have a listen to. It actually has a few more, but most of those are now defunct. So those are the four main ones that have been releasing episodes in particular this year. If you're going to listen to one, the one I would currently recommend listening to is the BJGP Life podcast. This has recently been started by the BJGP, and I think this is part of its transition to looking at better media to provide information to general practitioners, particularly those who are members of the RCGP. Having said that, you do not need to be a member of the RCGP to listen to any of these podcasts. They are freely available. Now, many of you are probably thinking, why is the RCGP podcast not ranking higher? Well, that's mainly down to its ranking. So let's have a look at that, shall we? In terms of content, they're actually really good. And they get basically a four for content because there is nice, diverse content in terms of what they provide. And from clinical topics to non-clinical topics, it's all there. And it tends to be validated resources and experts in their field that cover this. In terms of audio quality, so they get a three out of five. And this is because sometimes the audio quality is okay, sometimes it's not, to be honest. And therefore, as a result of that, it's a bit hit and miss, and hence they get a three out of five. However, where the RCGP podcasts in particular really fall down is their regularity, particularly the CERC and the ear learning ones. It's completely unpredictable when they're going to be released. Sometimes there's nothing for ages, and then you get a burst of podcast releases particularly sometimes three on the same day, and that's really unpredictable. In addition, the length does vary, and that makes it challenging to understand what you're going to get. However, if you're going to listen to one of them, at the moment, I would really recommend having a listen to the BJGP Life version of their podcast. So this is released on a weekly basis, roughly 10 to 20 minutes, coordinated by Dr. Ewan Lawson, and actually it's really good quality information. The audio quality seems to be pretty decent as well, and as a result of that, you get really nice, regular content. So if you're going to listen to one out of the ones I mentioned, either that one or obviously take a listen to the AIT Innovate podcast one that I've edited. Massive declaration there for you. Next up, coming up at number four, is the BMJ podcast. The BMJ actually produce a suite of podcasts, and there's four in particular that you may want to consider. They've got their main BMJ podcast. They've got their DTB podcast, which focuses around the Drugs and Therapeutic Bulletin. Highly recommend it. Lots of good quality information. And they've also got their best practice podcast, which is really good quality information. However, these aren't necessarily focused on general practice, and for that reason, they don't rank as highly. However, they do have their recently started this year, Deep Breath In podcast, which is specifically designed for general practice. This is their regular two-weekly podcast, approximately 50 minutes in length, that covers various topics and categories that you may want to have a listen to. 
definitely been a focus on COVID over the past year, but other clinical areas are covered. The Deep Breath In team really have focused on this, trying to provide good quality information, and I do like the way that they present it. So let's have a look at their car rating, shall we? In terms of content, they get a three out of five, because although it is good quality content, it does vary in terms of its relevance to general practice. In terms of audio quality, again, they get three out of five, generally quite good, but sometimes their guest quality is not as effective. In terms of regularity, again, three for the whole suite, although the Deep Breath In podcast is too weekly. And in terms of length, they get a three out of five as well. The main reason for this is that particularly the Deep Breath In is towards the 50 minutes to an hour long. And I actually find that a little bit long to listen to from a clinical podcast area. So I think it's good quality, but there could be some changes made to make it a bit more effective for general practice. Let's take a look at our number three pick for our clinical podcast best for general practice. And that goes to the GP Notebook podcast. So to be honest, if you work in general practice, you've heard of GP Notebook. It even got authorised as one of the websites to use for the COVID vaccination clinics. How amazing is that? But in terms of the podcast elements, this podcast headed up by Kevin Fernando has been really interesting and amazing in terms of quality of the clinical information presented. It started at the tail end of last year and since then has been providing pretty good updates in terms of clinical information and short, focused, in-depth looks at topics that actually are quite useful clinically. And that's what I really like about it. So let's have a look at its Carl rating. First of all, it gets four for content, and that's because the information is good quality information that's relevant to general practice. In terms of audio quality, again, it gets a four out of five. It's just good quality audio, to be honest. However, where the GP Notebook podcast kind of falls down a little bit is in terms of regularity. Unfortunately, it's a little bit unclear to know how often these episodes are coming. And although it's got a seemingly nice schedule, it's really hard to predict when the next episode is actually going to drop. And for that reason, it does drop a little bit. In terms of length, they're nice and short, although there have been some really long episodes as well. So again, the length is a little bit unpredictable. But on average, you're looking about 15 to 20 minutes, which is nice for an update podcast. Really recommend it for that reason. Let's take a look at our number two pick for clinical podcasts for general practice. And sitting pretty at number two is the NB Hot Topics podcast. This is presented by Dr. Neil Tucker, and I've got to admit, it's just amazing. I love it. Neil is hilarious in terms of the way he introduces the podcast, covers recent topics, and he gives an in-depth look at the evidence behind recent stuff that's come out. So he'll take a look at recent journals, for example, news stories, give you the evidence behind the clinical topics, and then just zoom in. This is very much the style of the MB Medical Update courses, but in a really condensed format and in a listenable area. So you can basically get really good quality information easily. And I cannot emphasize how enjoyable it is sometimes to listen to Neil. He just gives that real world GP perspective on the news. And simply put, you just need to listen to the start at the very least. In terms of the rankings, so for content, actually the MB Hot Topics podcast gets a five out of five. It's just good quality content with the evidence to back it up. And that's what I really like about it. Audio quality, actually generally very good. Occasionally when Neil gets some guests onto the podcast, the quality does drop. I don't think that's necessarily his fault, but that's because of the guests coming on and they may not have the equipment to record it. There could be potentially some work done there just to improve it. So four out of five for the audio quality. Unfortunately, the slight area where it does drop a little bit is in terms of the regularity. And for that, I've given it a three out of five. 
Now actually the release schedule is every two weeks, but because it's released in a series format, you do get a period of the year where actually you don't get any podcast information. Yet this is whether or not you like that style or not. I don't. I like to have a regular podcast for myself. But if you like that style of a series kind of podcast, definitely have a listen to it. And finally, in terms of length, on average, each episode is about 20 minutes long. So definitely worth a listen. Nice and easy to get hold of. And to be honest, it's just really good. So before we get to my top clinical podcast for general practice, I would love it if you could leave any comments down below, like this episode, and definitely subscribe because you want to make sure you get the next update on this. And coming in at number one is the Primary Care Knowledge Boost podcast. The team of Lisa and Sarah have been a staple part of my regular podcast listening for the past year or so. And particularly over the past year, they've really upped their game. I am aware they came top in last time, and to be honest, they have not disappointed. In the Primary Care Knowledge Boost podcast, they cover clinical areas on a regular basis. I will point out it is slightly focused towards the Manchester area because that's where they're based and the guidelines do follow their local hospital guidelines, but are easily applicable to pretty much most areas of the country. In terms of the content itself, they have great chemistry with each other and with their guests, they pretty much end up asking the questions that you want to ask as a result of that. And at the end of the podcast, they'll give you a really brief update of their learning points and what they have taken from it. So really useful for your CPD and for your own reflections. When we look at the car rating, it's no surprise they get five for content because they just seem to cover clinical areas that are really useful for general practice. In terms of audio quality, they do get a four out of five, just because again, sometimes when they have some of their guests on, the audio quality of that is a little bit hard to hear at times, but on the whole, it's really listenable and definitely worth a crack at listening to it. In terms of regularity, five out of five. This podcast is released every two weeks on the dot on a Wednesday. Highly recommend listening to it. It's part of my regular listening schedule. And in terms of length, again, five out of five. It hits that nice sweet spot, approximately 20 to 30 minutes at the most. Perfect for a short journey if you need to have a listen to something and not too long that you start to lose track in between. As you can tell, I love my podcast and would love to know what you think. Make sure you check out our other episode that looks at non-clinical podcasts for general practice. There may be some gems in there that you want to have listened to as well. Make sure you subscribe because you want to get all these episodes first and foremost. Leave us a like. And as always, EGP Learning is here to help save you and your patients time by tech enhancing your primary care and learning. Catch you in the next episode. Oh, hello there, EGP Learner. I'm Dr. Gandalf and I often get asked, what kind of resources do you have to try and help those using EMIS? Because you tend to do a lot more stuff for System 1. And often I've really struggled to answer that question because let's be honest, I don't use EMIS on a regular basis. So therefore trying to help EMIS users is a little bit more difficult for myself. And that really made me feel, well, not great. So I kind of did something to try and help all those EMIS users out there. I went and had a chat with one of my colleagues, Dr. Mike from GP on the Move, and him and I have created a course that you can use to help you use EMIS so much better. That's right. If you use EMIS, but you want to use it so much better, so much quicker, and in such a way that means you go home sooner, then check out our EMIS for Clinicians course. It's an online course that takes you through all the tips and tricks that Dr. Mike knows to try and basically mean you can go home quicker. That'd be a cool thing, wouldn't it? guess what? It's currently on offer. So if you want to take advantage of this introductory offer and get access to it now, 
look at the links down below and check it out. Additionally, if you're a practice, network or wide area that wants more opportunity to use it, send me an email, egplearning at gmail.com. Let's see if we can help you out. And as I like to say, tech enhance your primary care and learning. Shall we get back to it? Oh, and if you wanted one for System 1 users, well, you know I've got you covered, haven't I? Check out the Learn System 1 for Clinicians course, bit.ly slash tpp s1 course.